Some stories are born of a fertile mind. Others come from the heart. Then there are those whose origin is shrouded in legend and history. Come explore mystery, folklore, fantasy, and wonder from the Green Velvet Chair. Game Night, Part 3, Party Crashers. went out. What's that noise? It sounds like something horrible is in here with us. Shh, you could be right, Cedric. Let me get a flashlight from the drawer. Hurry, Mrs. P, it's getting closer. Ah, here it is. A beam of light burst through the darkness and landed on Hugo, who had Cat in a bear hug. Because Cat was so much smaller, his arm was covering most of her face, which was turning odd colors. Ah, Hugo, dear, would you mind letting go of Mistress Cat? She might need to breathe. Oh, uh, sorry. Cat fell to the floor, gasping for air. Are you all right? Uh, I will be in a minute. Hugo, what happened? Uh, I, I panicked. I don't do well in the dark. Let me help you, dear. Cedric, can you get Mr. Scat a glass of water? Cat, I'm so sorry. I wasn't thinking. The lights went out and I get a bit frantic. I'm sorry. Oh, Hugo, it's, it's okay. No real harm done. Oh, thanks for the water, Cedric. That helped. The back door burst open. Bandits have stormed the castle. It's a band of hooligans. Well, Hazel, Edna, what's going on? Bandits? Well, I don't like that sound. I think we need to get out of here. Let's go outside. Back in the library. <clears throat> Mr. P, what is going on? I'm not sure. I'm scared. <clears throat> don't, don't worry, Samantha. I'll protect you. Mr. Holmes, could you please come with me? Mr. P pulled a flashlight from his pocket and led Holmes to a panel on the wall. They went through, leaving Samantha and Dr. Watson in the dark. Oh, what do we do now? Dr. Watson found his lighter. Using it to light an oil lamp, he adjusted the wick so it gave off a soft glow. Enough light so they could move around without bumping into things. There. <clears throat> that, that should help. Oh, thank you, Doctor. Please, call me John. Oh, all right, John. What should we do? Well, <clears throat> I, I, I believe we should wait here for now. Holmes. Where did you see Hercule last? Uh, on the second floor in the hallway near the bowling alley. Oh, good. We'll take the stairway to the left. It's the quickest route. They came out onto a long hallway lined with doors, turned right, and found Hercule sitting in a chair next to the door marked Bowling Alley. Ah, there you are. Ah, oh, bonjour, monsieur. 
I knew you were coming, so I waited here. As you see, I have no light and did not want to cause myself or others any casualties. How did you know we were looking for you? Hercule tapped the side of his head. The little gray cells, they work better in the dark. Uh, wait, uh, but that... Hercule, that makes no sense. Ah, uh, Monsieur Holmes, it is, as you say, elementary. But, regardless, this, this darkness, this concerns me. It is unusual, is it not, Mr. P? So, the house, it, it should not be dark, no? So, something is amiss, therefore... You would need all the assistance possible to discover the source of the dilemma. And voila, you are here, and so am I. Well, that makes perfect sense, Hercule. Blast it all, we need to find out what's going on here, not sit here like a bunch of old ladies discussing the weather. Ah, so you say. Mr. Holmes, Mr. P, shall we proceed? Gentlemen, follow me. Mrs. P, Cat, Hugo, and Cedric ran out the kitchen door with Edna and Hazel and into the back garden. Where are we going? Huh, we need to find a safe place to figure out what to do. How about the gazebo on the other side of the big fountain? Ah, excellent. Let's go. They quietly made their way to the fountain, keeping an eye out for any trouble. Wait. I hear something. Uh, what is it, Miss Cat? Uh, voices coming from the gazebo. Hugo poked his head above the edges. Not hard to do, him being so tall. Oh, it's my knitting group. Knitting group? Uh, yeah, we're a sweet bunch of old ladies. We call them the Natty Knitters. But we usually meet once a month to exchange patterns and ideas and to show off what we've made. Are oh, good. Let's join them. Uh, good evening, ladies. Well, so, Edna, dear, what's been going on? And Oh, I've heard you had a bit of a fright. How are you? I'm well and recovering. Uh, Miss Edna, what happened? Oh, she's just being a fuddy-duddy. We were in the bathroom and some naked elves... It was a mob! Calm down, Edna. There were only six of them. It was dreadful! Well, the tall one was kind of cute. What? Uh, have some more wine, Edna. Uh, that, that's sort of funny. Uh, no offense, Edna. But the elves have gone off the rails a bit tonight. Just weird. And now they're gone. Gone? Gone where? Well... Edna and Hazel, dear, I believe they've gone to the Bahamas. What? Hercule, Holmes, and Mr. P arrived back in the library in time to see Samantha and Dr. Watson being taken hostage by trolls. Unhand me, you vile brute. Stop, you're hurting me. Give a care, that woman is pregnant. Tossing her about will do no good for the child. Uh, uh, doc Dr. Watson... How did you know? I haven't told anybody. Not even my husband knows yet. Well, I am a doctor, my dear. Uh, come along quietly. Nobody gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs>
The other trolls laughed at this, knowing that this may not be true. Cease this abominable behavior at once! Uh, <clears throat> Mr. Holmes, I would recommend that you not speak. Mr. Holmes moved toward the trolls, and then they pounced on him. They nabbed Hercule and Mr. P. Confound it! Let us go. If you harm any of us, you will rue the day you were hatched. The trolls tied him up and gagged him. There, I should keep him quiet. Hercule leaned in to whisper to Mr. P. I'd feel for Mr. Holmes. If he cannot let all those little words escape from his mouth, he might explode. Mr. P. wanted to laugh, but stifled it. Hey, I know you. Samantha pointed at the big troll. You're Percival, Mr. Scrooge's gardener. The other trolls stared at him and then began laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Percival, I thought your name was Crusher. (laughs) It's Mr. Crusher to you, you rotters. And you, Claude, he pointed at the troll that first started mocking him. Unless you want me to call your mommy and tell her you still play with dolls, you better shut up. Hey, those are collector's figurines, not dolls. All the trolls laughed. (laughs) Back in the garden, Montague Mole came running into the gazebo. (laughs) Mrs. P, I am, I am, uh, I am so glad I found you. Monty, what is it? Oh, oh my. It's t- trolls. Big, ugly trolls. They're holding the game night guests hostage in the ballroom. And they have weapons. What? Uh, Monty, tell me what you know. And how did they bypass the house's defenses? The house should have known that these people were bad. Well, I spoke with my friend Athena. You know... The fabulous spinner. Hey, uh, gang, what's a spinner? Oh, a spider, of course. She makes the most divine thread for a knitting club. Wait, spider? Ah, she sure does. The club has won some great contests using her silk. Isn't that right, ladies? Oh, and Hugo, too. Wait, Hugo, you spin silk? (laughs) No, Miss Cat, I knit. And he certainly does. Ah, he's he knits the most beautiful baby clothes for the orphanage. Ah, oh, sorry, Monty. We got a bit sidetracked. What were you saying about trolls in the ballroom? <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> My friend Athena, the spider, she said the trolls have taken everyone hostage <clears throat> in the ballroom. Apparently, they've used a stun spell on the house. Oh, wait, but... But why? What do they think they're going to accomplish? I don't, I don't know, but I'm, I'm afraid they may hurt someone. What? It, well, it seems that they, they want the, the heart stone. Wait, no, they can't have the heart stone. It's what makes the house the, so special. Uh, calm down, here we go. We need to find out what exactly is going on. Right. We need to do some reconnaissance. Right. Come on, girls. 
Nobody messes with game night! In the ballroom, Crusher the troll roughly escorted Mr. P and his group from the library and into the ballroom with the rest of the guests where they were seated at tables. Big, ugly trolls were lining the walls and holding weapons pointed at the guest. They had flashlights. The guest did not. Excellent. Mr. P, how are you? Ah, Lord Chandler. Oh, good evening. But, um, where is your lovely wife? Mr. P looked around thoughtful and shrugged his shoulders. Have you checked the ladies' room? <laughs> we did. <laughs> well, we did knock first. We're not rude. Lord Chandler did a face palm. It's me. Have them keep looking. Uh, who? Mr. P? No, you dimwit. The troll's at. Keep looking for Mrs. P and anyone else you can find. Uh, yes, sir. As for you, Mr. P, where is the heartstone? I have no idea what you're talking about. Really? You're gonna go with that story? Well, we shall see. Mr. Smee, we need a blood donor. Whom shall we choose? Hey, do we get cookies? Mr. Smee, let me expound. Can I pound him too? Oh, I should have brought the gremlins. A shocked sound came from all the trolls. They swung their flashlights and the beams landed on Lord Chandler. Oh, never mind. Smee, take this one. And get that light out of my eyes, you fools. Lord Chandler pointed at Samantha, who was wishing she had still had the rest of her invisibility potions. No, you can't do this. I can, and I will. Lord Chandler snapped his fingers. Mr. Smee grabbed Samantha and tied her to a chair. There now, your choice, Mr. P. The stone, or shall we see what her insides look like? <laughs> Silence! What is that sound? Jiminy, shh! Oh, sorry. Nervous habit. Ah, so, Mr. P, what say you? Heartstone or exposed heart? Mr. Smee produced a sharp-looking knife from his coat, wielding it menacingly towards Samantha. Yes, of course. You must think me a fool. I'll go with you, along with an escort, of course. Wouldn't want anything to go amiss. Yes, of course. Back in the garden, Mrs. P, Cat, Hugo, Cedric, Monty, and the entire knitting group snuck across the main garden and past the big fountain. <clears throat> this way. Athena is waiting for us behind the snozberry bushes. We're going to see a spider? Oh, it's okay, Miss Cat. She's really nice. If you say so, Hugo. I'm not really fond of spiders. Ah, oh, Athena, how are you, dear? Ah, Penelope, I am well. And yourself? Oh, well, I'm a bit unsettled, to be honest. I'm not sure what's going on. Maybe you can help fill me in. Ah... Uh, 
as I can imagine. Perhaps I should tell you what my children have related to me. Athena explained in great detail what was happening and information on the intruders and what kind of weapons they were carrying and approximately how many there were and that the guests were being held in the ballroom. Wow, that's a lot of info for a short amount of time, Athena. Ah, oh, it's easy when there are thousands of little children. Whoa, okay, that's a lot of little detectives. Uh, don't tell Sherlock, he hates competition. <laughs> we need a plan. I just might know what to do. <sighs> do tell, do tell, Edna. Do tell. Back in the ballroom. Mr. Smee, stay here and keep an eye on these nice folk, please. Uh, yes, my lord. All right, everyone, no funny business. <clears throat> I hardly see where any of this is funny. <clears throat> well, our boys are having a grand time. Aren't we, boys? <laughs> hey, what's that sound? Shh, Gemini. Sorry. Thanks for listening. The Green Velvet Chair is a production of Misty Harbor Media, written and performed by Cat Browning. Copyright 2020. Sound engineering by Sean Force from Forces of Nature. You can find us at www.thegreenvelvetchair.com. <laughs>